for another edition of Jonesing for Football. And no, I'm not in my red room in Dallas. I am at Dallas Cowboys training camp in Oxnard, California. Cody is in his Jonesing for Football studios there in Philadelphia. How you doing, young Cody? Hey, doing well. Bill Jones, the weather looks nice there. It's kind of overcast here in Philly today, but sun looks out there in Oxnard. Let's get it done. What's it like out there? Well, it's, uh, it's very nice. We actually had some rain here, just a little droplets of rain here a couple of days ago. I've been here for about a week now. You know, it's typically, it is 72 degrees, a little overcast, which is fine. It cleared, the skies cleared for the first practice it had yesterday. So it was a little more, a uh, little hotter. It got up to probably 73 uh, <laughs> during practice yesterday. And at night, you have to put the pullover on and, uh, and it gets a little cool at night for our, uh, what is it, eight, eight o'clock live shots out here because it gets down to about 66 or so by then. Uh, a little breezy out here, too. So, And meanwhile, back in Dallas, they reached 100 degrees for the first time all summer this week. Wow. Rough life you're living out there, Bill yep. Jones. All right. Hey, we're going to make this quick. We're going to run through some of the. Yeah, because I've got to get out to the practice field. The team is on the practice field right now. They're just stretching right now. And so we got to make this quick so I can go out there and get some more football. No problem at all. Dak Prescott, let's start right there. Left practice on Wednesday, had that MRI on the right shoulder, revealed a muscle strain. What can you tell us about the Cowboys quarterback? He is uh, not concerned about it. It is, he, he came out of practice, he said, as a precautionary uh, measure. He just felt some soreness. Actually, said he felt a little bit of it the day before. We actually had an opportunity to sit down with Dak uh, last night uh, after practice and after he had the MRI. He's in great spirits. And he doesn't think it's, it's much of a setback at all. Uh, Mike McCarthy today, right over here to my left where the podium is, where he conducts his press conferences every day, uh, he kind of described it as almost like a battle fatigue type thing, although the MRI did show a strained muscle in his right shoulder. And so uh, even though he... Maybe on the practice field, he's not throwing out there. And uh, they'll, you know, they, they play uh, in Canton against the Steelers next Thursday. And actually, the timing is really good on that. They practice, uh, they're off on Friday. They practice Saturday and Sunday, off on Monday, uh, have a practice Tuesday. And then, you know, so there's not a lot of practice time that Dak's going to be missing over the course of the next week. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's not until the week of the Arizona game, the second preseason game, before he's out there. They actually, Cody, uh, they will be uh, practicing with the Rams just two days after the Hall of Fame game against the Steelers uh, on August 7th. Uh, so they play the Steelers on Thursday, August 5th, and they practice with the Rams August 7th. I wouldn't, it'll be interesting to see if Dak is back by then. Good news there. You got to remember, Bill Jones, we know he missed 11 games last year with that broken ankle, but before that had started his first 69 games of his career. So Dak Prescott. And, and, and had never missed a practice either during that time. Exactly. So very unusual when he came out of practice. Yeah, so good news there for Cowboys fans. It seems like Dak not all that bad. All right, Bill Jones, I think the most pressing question for Cowboys fans this training camp should be who – should be the focal point for the Cowboys offense, Dak Prescott or Ezekiel Elliott. How do you answer that question? I think that uh, Dak Prescott is the focal point, but Zeke is a very 
important part of this offense if they are going to win football games. It's one thing, uh, you know, and Dak put up uh, incredible numbers the first five games of last year, but one of the reasons that Dak put up those incredible numbers and was on a record-setting pace was because Zeke was putting the ball on the ground. Dak was turning the ball over as well, and they were falling behind in games. And they were also, from a coaching standpoint, they were uh, calling fake punts, trick plays, and, and so forth. That was put, uh, It was a complimentary football, as they say. And, of course, the defense was horrible to begin with. And especially when you get a really bad defense, you have to play complimentary football. The good news, as far as Zeke is concerned, he reported to camp in great shape. Talking with Stephen Jones just earlier today here, that's one of the things that he pointed out as one of the real positives here the first week of camp is how good Zeke looks. Zeke says he's down to 218 pounds, which was his playing weight his freshman year at Ohio State. And Cody you being a Buckeye, you remember those good old days of Zeke. But getting back to the point of your question, you know, it's a passing league. It's a scoring league. You have to be able to score points. But then you have to – and so the idea is you get ahead in games, and then you have to be able to put games away by running the football as well. And that's one of the focal points out here on the practice field is uh, is getting that run game uh, and two tight end sets and so forth where they can ground and pound when they have a lead late in games. Ideally, uh, you're in that position. And that was their recipe for success back in 2016 when both Dak and Zeke came into the league. Dak clearly was not the passer his rookie year that he has grown into being now. And, and Zeke was a different type running back then. Uh, but if Zeke can get anywhere near the same kind of explosion, explosion and quickness that he had his rookie season to go along with the power that he naturally has, that can really be beneficial for this offense. Yeah, you bring up a great point, and I was actually going to mention this myself. The Cowboys with Dak and Zeke have made the playoffs twice, 2016 and 2018. And in both of those years, Zeke Elliott led the league in rushing. So I think that has to be the key for that team. They should run through Zeke. And even though Dak has 40 million a year and all these stud wide receivers, it makes it easier on everybody if Zeke can run the ball successfully and also keep that defense off the field because we know that's important. And, and, and the other thing to remember about last year, and one of the reasons that Zeke and he, he didn't seem to have the same explosion that he had earlier in his career. I think he will freely admit it. That's one of the reasons he did what he did this offseason to get his playing weight down and, and so forth. And, and you saw the on social media, he's posted a lot of pictures in that, uh, along those lines. But them not having their offensive line last year was huge. And I don't care who's back there running the football. If you don't have three, well, Lyle Collins is not a pro bowler, but he would have been a first-round draft pick if he, uh, without the issues that he had coming out of LSU. He played no games last year at right tackle. Tyron Smith played two games last year at left tackle, and Zach Martin only played 10 games at right guard. And if you don't have those three guys coming off the Travis Frederick retirement as well, you're going to be hurting as far as being able to run the football. Yep, I thought this was interesting, Bill Jones. Zeke. 31 players in the league had more big runs than Zeke Elliott last year, just three carries of 20 plus yards. So hopefully him losing some weight, uh, getting in a little bit better shape will return some of that explosiveness we got used to seeing early on. All right, let's get to the wide receiver position in CD Lamb, because I've already seen a bunch of highlights on social media of CD Lamb making catches. 
Do you think he leads the Cowboys in catches and yards this season? Well, so far he is because Amari Cooper's not on the field yet. Okay, <laughs> so who's the wide receiver one, Bill Jones? That's the question. Well, right now, it, right now it's C.D. Lamb, okay? Now, Amari uh, is not believed to be serious at all. They just, he's on pup to start things, and they're bringing him on, along uh, slowly. They don't want him to have any hiccups along the way. Take nothing away, though, from Cooper and his ability to run routes and get behind a secondary, and uh, it's been pretty special His uh, the way Dak has been able to connect with him. But I love C.D. Lamb, and I think, as we talked about on an earlier edition of Jonesing for Football, even though he, he wasn't one of my two breakout players, I will replace Cam Akers with C.D. Lamb now. And the only reason he wasn't a breakout player for me, he had 74 catches last year, so it's tough to – he kind of already broke out as a rookie, but True. I think he had five touchdowns last year. And I anticipate that uh, C.D. Lamb, if healthy, will have a 100-catch season. He will have double-figure touchdown catches as well. And I'll give him, oh, 1,250 yards receiving, something like that, maybe even approaching 1,500 yards. You know, if he gets 100 receptions, you know, he averaged 15 yards a catch, you got 1,500 yards receiving. So – I think it's a 1A and a 1B, seriously. And then Michael Gallup as well. As long as they don't have injuries, they are really well set with their top three receivers. Uh, and uh, if, if they lose one of them, it's a, it's a big drop-off, I think, to Cedric Wilson, although he's a, he's a quality backup player, but he's not you know, a, a main guy. And Noah Brown, another Ohio State Buckeye there for you. Or Cine Fihoko, who is their fifth-round draft pick, out of uh, Stanford. Uh, Bill Jones, I was looking up some CD Lamb numbers. A few things popped out to me. I wanted to get your take on these things real fast. Number one, we knew when they drafted Lamb, all the highlights were getting the ball in his hands and him being a beast, like breaking tackles and throwing guys off and running. I was surprised. Only three broken tackles for CD Lamb last year. That's number one. Number two, eight drops for CD last year compared to only three for uh, Amari Cooper last year. I thought that was interesting. And the last one is my win stat of the week, Bill Jones. Um, All right, the win stat of the week. Yes, sir. We've got it even during training camp. So C.D. Lamb was targeted 111 times last year. Only six of them were 25 yards or more through the air. So like deep passes. I'm hoping that that's something that changes this year. Six of his 111 targets were deep passes. So give me your thoughts on those three stats. And uh, I know you enjoyed that win stat of the week right there. I, I definitely did. I think a lot of that is because they used CD out of the slot a lot last year. And uh, a lot of those missed tackles in college uh, the, on that highlight reel came against Texas. And uh, you're getting beyond even the second level, and then you're making a lot of DBs miss. And so I think he, he could do some of that at the NFL level, too. That's one of the things that he talked about that he really was working on this offseason is yards after catch. And maybe you got with him on your win stat of the week, and he's and that motivated him this offseason. I think probably that's, that, that's probably behind why he decided he needed to work on it because I know he respects your work so much. I'll tweet uh, it at him. But, so uh, yeah, but I think they're going to move him around. And, and, you know, the other thing is with a with the 
type of offseason we had last year on Zoom, a virtual offseason and a limited training camp. They didn't want to overload him. Uh, and so that's why they were running him out of the slot a lot last year. But now, especially, and it's kind of a benefit with Amari not out there. He can play the X, the Y, the Z, or they call it the F uh, spot in their offense. And he's going to make a big jump just from a mental standpoint from his first to his second year. Yep. C.D. Lamb, 784 yards from the slot last year, second most in the NFL. All right, Dr. Jones, we've got time for one question on the defense. Who's standing out? Who are you watching on that defense? Who's really uh, has people buzzing out there? Well, the guy that I'm really watching is the first round draft pick, Michael Parsons. Uh, I had a chance to sit down with him uh, the other day. I love his makeup. I uh, Aside from what he does on the field, I, I think he may eventually be the best interview on this team. He's very thoughtful in his answers, uh, and he's funny. You know, he, he described it in the linebacker room, the strengths of Leighton Vanderesh, and, and he has respect for Jalen Smith, but he talks about Vanderesh's ability to get off blocks, and, and then Jalen, and then he says he brings the comedy to the room. But I look at that, there's a certain confidence level that he has, and, and it's not, he doesn't, you know, he may bring comedy at times to the room, uh, but he brings confidence, cockiness, and, and uh, a swagger to this defense. It's interesting the way they're using him out here. They're using Micah Parsons as an edge rusher quite a bit. And so when you look at Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons, I think those are your top three edge rushers on this team. And I would not at all be surprised if Parsons doesn't lead this team in sacks this year. Wow. Great note right there. All right, Bill Jones, I'll wrap it up with one more stat I just saw. The Cowboys, they better get out to a quick start because they play eight of their first nine games against non-playoff teams from last year. The only one that made the playoffs, we know that opening day, that's against the Tampa Bay Bucks. So the Cowboys should have a chance to get off to a good start and uh, hopefully have a good season um, there in Dallas. So you're picking a Cowboy win over Tampa Bay in the first game or not? I didn't say that. I didn't go okay. quite that far. I, I must have missed that one. But, uh, no, I just saw the staff. They opened the Network. season on the road twice. That's right. Bucks and Chargers. So Yes, sir. Uh, I'll throw out another guy uh, out here that I've been impressed with and that Mike McCarthy's been very impressed with. Third-round pick last year, Neville Gallimore. Defensive tackle number 96. So keep an eye on him during those preseason games. All right. Good stuff from you, Bill Jones, out there. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to uh, Jonesing for Football this week. Of course, you can catch Bill Jones on Twitter and on CBS 11 and on Dallas Cowboys TV and on Dallas Cowboys preseason games and on – I think that's all. Is that all, Bill Jones? And Jonesing for Football. And, and right here Jonesing, on Jonesing for, for Football. football. Hey, Oh, they're, they're striking up the band here in Oxnard, California. That means it's time for team drills here. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, good stuff. Hey, let, hey, Cody, let's do another Let's do another one of these before I leave Oxnard. Yeah, I'm down. All right. Sounds good. And uh, enjoy your weekend. And we will enjoy Cowboy football here in beautiful 72-degree Oxnard, California. We'll see you next time on Jonesing for Football.